Welcome to another episode of Let's Chat Reality. I'm Michael. And I'm Molly. And today we are going to be discussing season two of The Ultimatum, which I guess is really season three, if you count the queer love season that we covered. So we will get all into that. And uh, first we have a bunch of news to get to. So we're going to try to speed through this so as to not make this a three hour long podcast. (laughs) Um, First, we have two stories that I'm going to kind of talk about together because I think they are related to a general topic that's come up quite a lot lately, it feels like, in reality TV, unfortunately. Um, the first is actually a love and hip-hop story, which is a show that we've never covered before. Um, but Erica Mena was fired from Love and Hip Hop Atlanta this past week after using a racial slur, which I will not repeat, against her castmate Spice. Um, and then Jared Fields, and this is actually from last week, technically, um, Jared Fields on Big Brother 25 on the live feeds also used a slur, um, the R word, which I think we all know what that is, um, and faced no repercussions for it, um, which was a little bit controversial and really brings up the topic of kind of these networks are very seem to be very uh selective in when they decide to take action against the stars and i guess the question Molly, do you think that there should be more specific rules in the reality tv world or that each network specifically should come up with as to when their reality stars can have repercussions against them or is it more of a case-by-case basis and you just kind of play it by ear I think there should be more rules set um just because like how we're seeing a lot of it come up which isn't great but if we're seeing this come up like year after year like new shows that are coming out with us happening then I think there needs to be more of like that regulation overall of saying like this is not allowed and then letting them know like that would make you leave the show versus like just letting it up to the producers to decide on a case-by-case basis because then that makes it like a muddy situation overall and then fans get upset and like I think in general like there should just be more rules set in place for that and like immediately um get rid of whoever said that mm-hmm. yeah no I agree I think that these rules need to be laid out and followed you know I think sometimes there's this feeling that oh with certain people who are more you know bigger names or kind of seen as more valuable on their show that they're going to kind of have their moments swept under the rug whereas people who are more easily replaceable you know are more quickly fired or you know punished in some way for for these types of actions um i think also in terms of the love and hip-hop story what was um a lot of people had an issue with was that you know clearly mtv knew about this incident when it first filmed and then it wasn't until months later when it aired and there was all this backlash that they fired her whereas i think it would have been seen as more effective and and more genuine on the network's part if they had come out with a story right after it filmed where they said you know 
Eric Romanov recently during filming said this word. This is unacceptable. She will no longer be, you know, filming for the rest of the season. I, I think that would have been great and, and shown that, you know, that they took action immediately as it happened. Um, with the Jared situation, you know, we saw with Big Brother how this earlier this season with the Luke situation where when he said the N-word, that the action was pretty quick. I Obviously, that's more, I think, you know, black and white in terms of uh, it's, you know, we know that that word is, is unacceptable. Everyone knows that that word is unacceptable. Whereas I think the R word is maybe a little bit, it shouldn't be, but I feel like there are certain people who maybe don't realize that that is unacceptable to say. Um, so maybe, I, I guess maybe that was kind of their thought process that maybe he just was unaware of how unacceptable that word is. I, I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think something should have happened or at least should have been aired. It wasn't even aired on the show. It was only on the feeds. Um, so I don't know, but anyways, I agree with you and <laughs> moving on to the next story. Um, Rachel Levis, um, just recently blocked Tom Sandoval on Instagram after he wished her a happy birthday. <laughs> it's a very strange story. Um, I don't know why that triggered her to block him suddenly, but yeah, no, that's a funny one. On I feel like <laughs> like she should have blocked him already. Like, why? Why was it just because of that? But I mean, they just want to still be in the spotlight. So, just yeah, both of them are toxic. So, <laughs> yeah, he called her thirsty for doing that when. It seemed like he was the thirsty one for making that comment, public comment. He knew everyone was going to see it. Wishing her a happy birthday, saying he missed her. That felt thirsty to me more so. Like, he knew that was going to, you know, spark a bunch of articles written about it and any sort of public communication there with her. He should have listened to Nick. Don't text your ex happy birthday. There you go. <laughs> oh, it's all on him. <laughs> Mike drop. um speaking of two people who aren't getting along um our next story is dancing with the stars professional sharna burgess um revealed on her first episode of her new podcast that she and her season 29 partner jesse metcalf did not get along and not only did they not get along but apparently there was some incident that happened between them in the first couple weeks of uh filming that they were not even able to be in the same room together anymore. So we don't know what this incident is. Um, Jesse's representatives responded for him, basically slamming Sharna for bringing this up and uh, saying it's unprofessional. Um, but we've never really heard, I feel like, as far as I can remember, about a Dancing with the Stars team or couple not getting along in this way. Um what are your thoughts on that are you surprised that it hasn't come out until now um yeah I don't know I feel like that there should not should have been but I feel like that like maybe like it's like seems a little not late in a way but like why didn't this come out earlier um if it was a big problem like maybe that she doesn't feel comfortable with sharing that earlier on 
but um in general like I'm not sure it's interesting to see this is coming out now and I mean like I don't obviously we don't know all the details of like what this is yet so I I'm not exactly sure like right now I don't have like all the information to like piece together of like maybe this makes sense why it was delayed like this but I don't know like it's interesting that this came about now yeah I I think what he or his representatives I guess were kind of saying is that oh she's using this to publicize her new podcast so I mean yeah I'm sure that that is the reason why it's coming out now but um the fact that they weren't able to be in the same room together that makes me like kind of worried about how bad that incident was because that feels like something where I don't know if it got physical or I don't know like what could possibly cause that to where it was that bad but not bad enough to where like they she refused to work with him anymore during the season or like they you know could have said that he quit or whatever like you know I feel like there would have been ways for them not to have to work together anymore, but who knows? I I don't know. I'm curious to see if more will come out about this or whether they'll just kind of let it be at this point. Cause you know, this was three years ago. (laughs) Um, Next we have a continuation of a story that we talked about last week. Lindsay Hubbard from summer house broke her silence on her breakup with Carl Radke uh, as we discussed, they broke their engagement just a couple months before their wedding was supposed to scheduled to take place. All the guests and castmates and everyone, including Lindsay, it seems like, was shocked by this. Um, Lindsay, basically in her statement, just confirmed that she did not see this coming at all. She was just as blindsided as everyone else when it happened. Um Craig Conover from Southern Charm, who is Paige DeSorbo's boyfriend, um, who, you know, films off and on on Summer House, um, also did an interview where he went into this a little bit and basically said, once we watch the season, it will make more sense why, you know, we'll see them kind of, they had a rough summer, they argued all the time during it. And so, you know, right now when we're seeing them come off of the season of Summer House where they got along perfectly didn't have many arguments at all it, it kind of feels like it came out of nowhere but um apparently once we kind of see the season we'll see the dissolution of their relationship um but uh and any any thoughts molly yeah i saw the post that or she like or the her story or her side of saying like that she was really heartbroken and all that stuff um and was all blindsided about it so that's really sad to see that um just because like any breakup is tough but especially when you're blindsided I feel like that's even harder um so hope that she's gonna heal from this and get move on but not yet obviously it's still so early but like eventually I feel like she will um but I'm interested to see in general like how this all plays out in the season too yeah that would be interesting. I know we had talked about a little bit last week, you know, how the timing was very suspicious and all that stuff. I think now that, you know, we've kind of seen this play out a little bit more, I do fully believe that Lindsay had no idea and was totally blindsided by it. I don't think in in her case, I don't think that this was at all like pre-planned 
anything like that. I do think, though, in Carl's case, that the timing still seems very suspicious, and I wonder how much of this was him kind of knowing all summer long that he wanted to break up with her, or, you know, I I don't know. It's just the fact that it was right during the last week of filming just feels super, like, premeditated on Carl's part, which makes me even more upset with him. <laughs> but we'll see. Um, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, next we have so many trailers, cast announcements, premiere dates. Everything, it feels like, came out this week, which I love, but it gives us a lot to talk about. Um, so I'm just going to kind of fly by this as much as possible, just kind of give mm-hmm. brief explanations on all of them and then we can kind of discuss them all as a whole um to us again to not make this 15 hours um first we got a uh, cast announcement and premiere date for the challenge 39 battle for a new champion um this premieres august um, august october 25th on mtv um I think we talked a little bit when this first started filming about the format for the season. Um, It was confirmed that this season consists of 24 uh, challengers who have all at least been on one season of a version of the challenge in the past, whether it was an international version or an MTV version or a world championship version, um, something or another. But none of them are brand new to the challenge. But Also, none of them have ever won before, and pretty much all of them are very relatively new to the show, debuting within the last two or three seasons, really, and then a couple of outliers who, even comparatively to a lot of the vets, are are very new. Um, And then there are champions who come in, um, cycle in and out for eliminations, um, but they are not actually competing. So we'll go into this further in a future episode. I won't, you know, let's go through the whole cast right now. But again, that premieres October 25th. So we will definitely be covering that when it starts. Um, Dancing with the Stars cast announcement also the other day. Um, that premieres uh, in just a couple weeks here, September 26th. Um, the reality stars uh, that are competing are Harry Jowsey from Too Hot to Handle, Charity Lawson, former Bachelorette, Ariana Maddox from Vanderpump Rules, um, and Mauricio Umansky from the Real Houses of Beverly Hills, husband, or maybe soon to be (laughs) ex-husband, of Kyle Richards, (laughs) question mark. Um, So that's super exciting. Um, Survivor 20, Survivor 45, I can't talk today, I don't know what's going on. (laughs) um survivor 45 cast announcement also premieres september 28th um we will also go into that further in a future episode i'm sure um but you know all new players except for bruce who was medevaced um in the first episode of last season uh as we knew he was going to be returning for this year which is exciting um but other than that all new uh castaways there Love is Blind, season five, cast announcement and trailer. Um, This one was filmed in Houston, which is super exciting for me, my hometown. And that premieres uh, on September 22nd. We got a 
trailer and premiere dates um, for the Hulu reality shows, the Demelio show and the Kardashians, season three and four, respectively. Um, Demelio show premieres on September 20th, Kardashians on September 28th. Uh, Married to Medicine, we got a premiere date of uh, for season 10, premieres November 5th, with the announcement officially that Phaedra Parks from Real Houses of Atlanta is joining the cast. And then finally, also in the Bravoverse, we have the Winter House season three trailer premiering October 24th. Bunch of cast members from Below Deck, from Vanderpump Rules, from uh, Family Karma, from um, what else we got? Summer House, previous seasons of Winter House. Um, it's basically at this point become the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip for non-housewives, which personally is exactly what the show should have been always, I think. Uh, so I'm excited about that. <laughs> um, and that premieres October 24th. So that was a mouthful. <laughs> Molly, which of those are you most excited about? I'm probably most excited for Survivor and Love is Blind. Um, I feel like Survivor is always just amazing show. And so that's going to be exciting. I'm also really happy that Bruce is back. Because, like, obviously, like, he didn't get a real chance to play the last season. So that's really great that he's coming back. And then Love is Blind. I just love that the concept of the show overall. And it can be messy, but also wholesome at the same time, which is my favorite kind of show. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited for all of these, actually. Um, I just hate the fact that they are all coming to us all at once because I will not be able to keep up with all of that. Plus the rest of the season of Big Brother, which is just bonkers and you have to constantly be invested or you'll miss everything. Um, and I mean, we still got the Challenge USA on at this point. I don't know exactly when that's ending. So we have a lot to be covering here coming up soon. Um, God, the fact that the Challenge 39 doesn't premiere until October 25th is making me wonder if the Challenge USA will be going uh, right up until then, which is a while longer. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I'm excited. Um, I think Ariana's going to kill it on Dancing with the Stars. So super excited for that. Um, and then, yeah, always excited for Survivor. Um and uh, I think Married to Medicine is going to have a good season. Winter House. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for all of these. Um, but anyways, that's all we got for the news. So let's get into the ultimatum. Uh, we have, as I said, this is season two of the regular ultimatum season. Um, so these are all straight couples, men and women. Um, basic concept of the show uh, is that these five couples come in and they one of them has been issued an ultimatum in their relationship to uh, get engaged or be done. And then all of these couples swap with each other for a few weeks, live as trial marriage partners, and then go back to their original partners for another few weeks, and then at the end, decide whether they want to stay with their original partner, leave with their trial marriage partner, or go their separate ways and leave alone. So, Molly, what were your overall thoughts on the season as a whole compared to both the first one and the queer love season? Where do you think it falls? In my opinion, this was my least favorite season of all of them. 
And obviously, like, we can, like, spoiler alert, is that, like, all the couples got engaged, except for the one that left, like, from their original partners, which is, like, I guess a good thing, but also makes it seem that, like, why did they even have to go into the show in the first place? Um, And no one actually seemed to actually get along in, like, a great way with their trial partners, uh, except for one of them, but, like, not even that. Like, I was, like, I don't think this is even actually a couple. Like, they were just, like, seeming like it because they were the strongest ones but they still weren't strong compared to what we've seen in previous seasons so it wasn't as messy as we might have liked for it to be but it still was like a good season I wouldn't say like it was terrible season but like in general I just don't think it's as good as the other ones have been what about you no I totally agree I think that this season The issue that I had with it, like you kind of said, was that none of the trial marriage partnerships, there wasn't any uh, suspense as to whether those were going to last because none of them felt compatible in that way. Like, I mean, the queer love season, I felt like there were multiple where I was like, oh my God, they could actually end up together. Like, this is really juicy. And going into it at the end, you know, in the engagements, I, I was like, oh, my God, I don't know what's going to happen. But if, with this one, I, I guess it wasn't necessarily obvious that they were all going to get engaged at the end. But it was definitely obvious that it was either going to be that or they were going to leave alone. Yeah. And so that takes out so much of the suspense in front of the show. Um, and, yeah, I think there was a strong start. I felt like the first episode was really good, actually. And I was like, ooh, this is going to be a really good season. And then as it went on, especially once the couples got back with their original partners, I was like, this is kind of dragging. And uh, there's not a whole lot of of intrigue left here. Um, But again, it wasn't awful. It wasn't, you know, a slug to get through. It just wasn't comparatively to the first two seasons where I thought were both really, really good. It just didn't quite live up to those. Um, but let's kind of go into, I guess, each of the original couples and we can kind of give what our first impressions were going into it. And then we'll talk about the trial marriage couples and then we can kind of go from there. Um, but let's start with Kat and Alex. What were your thoughts on Kat and Alex uh, in the beginning when we first met them? When I first met them, I think that like it made sense, like seeing them as a couple um like it seemed like they kind of got along really well in the sense that like they're like doing similar things of like traveling and like doing those fun stuff together but it doesn't seem like they had like the like deep conversations that maybe they needed to have in general which is like good they went on the show then to like kind of have those kind of those more conversations related to that for their future um because it kind of just seemed like they were still just like living how they were living and not like thinking necessarily early they just in general like they needed to make that more of that priority in their relationship they wanted to get there and they weren't because they were just having fun is what it seemed like um so overall like when they were a couple like I think that they like in the beginning like I could see why they were a couple and obviously now they're still together so like I like I could see that in the that realm what about you 
No, I agree. Um, they seem to, I, I, you know, I, I could see how they are compatible. Um, I did get the kind of sense, and I don't know if I really felt this in the beginning or whether it was just more later on, but that he felt, you know, and they talk about this, that she's very agreeable. She, you know, doesn't really stick up for herself and speak up when she disagrees. And I do kind of get the sense that he probably is the dominant one in the relationship. And he kind of likes the fact probably that she is very agreeable and uh, he can kind of probably usually get his way on on things. And um, I, I do feel like I kind of got that sense from them, which, uh, is, you know, not not my favorite type of dynamic but um you know i i think that yeah they uh they they seemed like i could i could have seen them uh ending up together i guess from the beginning um lisa and brian are next uh we can kind of talk more about them because we're not going to be talking about them obviously later on with the trial marriage par partners um so what what did you think about Lisa and Brian? They were interesting as a couple, as my first thought. Um, Lisa just was like very, very emotional about stuff um, and not really wanting Brian to experience this. Um, and I don't think that like they went into the show, like you kind of have to do that if you're starting the process of it. And so that was unfortunate that they decided to like leave the show, but also because they she got a positive pregnancy test. So that was also crazy. So now she like, they were going into this thinking that they were either getting married or breaking up and then they didn't do that, but they're also still together and have a kid. So I guess it did work out for them. But overall, like they just like, seem like kind of an explosive couple is more more like I guess a word I would use to describe it of like their highs are high but then their lows are low yeah I agree that was that was crazy the you know the fight between Lisa and Raya in the first episode um yeah. was very confusing <laughs> to me just because it felt like Lisa was just upset that that Brian and Raya were really, you know, talking, talking <laughs> at all. And, yeah. I mean, it was so early on. It's not like they had some sort of connect, deep connection uh, that was threatening to her. Uh, and it, it was weird to me. You know, I don't know if maybe we missed something, but until that moment, it didn't seem like Raya and Lisa had had any prior bad interactions with each other and so I just didn't quite understand why Lisa was so upset that it was her specifically you know she said like what do you learn from her what she you know I guess she thought that she was unintelligent for some reason which you know couldn't possibly because she be because she works at Hooters because Lisa also worked at Hooters <laughs> so <laughs> That was strange, and I guess maybe it seemed like she didn't like the way that Raya talked with Trey, or I, I, I don't know. It just felt very confusing to me, as if maybe 
she just didn't realize what she signed up for until she actually got there and realized she didn't want to do it anymore. Um, we probably we probably didn't see some of those conversations. Maybe like maybe they were being had, but they just didn't air it um, or show I it. I don't know why they wouldn't have aired that if they had yeah. it. Maybe they talked off camera. I I don't know. It just seems like that's something they would have used to explain why she was so upset. But or maybe that it just came out of just feeling insecure and that like yeah. it was just being projected in that way. And there wasn't really rhyme or reason for that. It just like came out in her own feelings towards it. And maybe it was just like the projection of it and not actually it happening. Like, yeah, and that's what I originally thought. But then at the reunion, she didn't even really apologize. She kind of doubled down on it. She was like, yeah, I, I, I it wasn't, you know, because Raya was saying, oh, like, you know, you worked at Hooters too. Why did you call me a Hooters bee? Mm-hmm. Um, and Lisa was like, oh, it had nothing to do with the Hooters. It was the fact that I didn't like the way that you talked with Trey and I didn't respect you know you because of prior conversations or whatever like she kind of was more justifying it rather than apologizing which I was surprised by I really thought that she would just own it and apologize and you know move forward but uh no I that it, I I think there's probably something we didn't see but yeah I never know. <laughs> um the other thing before we move on is that during the reunion it came out that a lot of the cast didn't necessarily believe Lisa and Brian when they originally were told that they were having a kid or that there was a positive pregnancy test. Um, And that that's why they left. And they kind of thought like, maybe that was an excuse that they didn't want to be there anymore. That Lisa specifically didn't want them to be there anymore. Um, Do you think if you were the rest of the cast in the way that it was handled you know went down do you think you would have believed them or been suspicious kind of like they were um that's an interesting question I feel like maybe I would have believed it just because like I don't know I would have known like to think otherwise of it but because of Lisa's reactions to other things like that would also make me think oh maybe she is lying about it um but it was Nick and Vanessa who shared the news so like and they didn't have it like proof necessarily so like I guess that's also why like they didn't think they could they were like oh maybe this isn't true because it didn't actually come like from Lisa or Brian from them like it came from the hosts which like I mean I guess makes sense because they were they left but in general like that could have like put a level of like oh who do we trust in this I think I would have believed it. And, yeah. you know, look, maybe if everybody else was telling me that they didn't believe it, that that could have convinced me. But I just don't think that would have been the excuse that they would have gone with if they were faking some reason why they were leaving. I think they would have just said, like, oh, it was an urgent personal matter or something very vague because this is, they're going to know eventually if this was fake they're not going to get away with it i mean you know in seven eight months there's gonna be a baby (laughs) or not yeah and i guess there are other reasons obviously why there might not be a baby in that time but i i just don't think that's what they would have gone with 
I, I think that that would have been really bad if that's something that they used as a fake excuse to get out of being on this show. So, yeah, I, I, I think I probably would have believed it. Yeah. Um, moving on to Ryan and James. What were your thoughts on Ryan and James? My initial reaction was that they're very young. I was like, she's 24, 20, and he's like 23. Like, they're, and they've been dating for seven years, like since high school. And it didn't seem like it was like 100%, like they only had been dating. Like, it seemed like they kind of had a breakup and then got back together at one point. Um, but, like they just like had been dating for a while and we're still really young and I just didn't know like it they they gave me that like young Christian couple vibes um that I was like okay it makes sense for them but then why are they coming on a show like this that like I didn't know if they were gonna if they would get along with like other people who were in the show which obviously we like saw trial marriages like most of them didn't work out only one was with ryan and um trey but that actually kind of worked out so i guess kind of did work for them but in general like it didn't seem like they fit in as well as like i would have wanted to and this like when they show like the couples i don't know like my initial like they didn't like give me any bad taste i just like didn't really like them that much either yeah no i thought I, I thought they seemed cute together originally. Yeah. I just, yeah, they, they did feel very young, um, especially Ryan. And yeah, no, I, I like, I'm trying to think back to like what I felt originally. It's hard. Um, but no, I think I liked them fine. They, they, I, I, I thought they had a good chance of staying together, I guess. Um, Ryan seemed really sweet, and I don't think I got bad vibes from James originally. So, yeah, I think probably the same as you. Like, I just thought that they seemed very young, and I didn't know if they were ready for marriage or quite understand yeah. why this young they felt the need to go on this show, um, other than the obvious, you know, alternative reasons for going on the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I thought they seemed fine. Yeah. Um, Ryan and Trey. Next up, what were your thoughts on them? Them as a couple was interesting to me at first because it, it didn't seem like their personalities like were so aligned. When I was like seeing, like I think in general, like they were talking about like certain things, like what Trey was saying with marriage and all this stuff and kids, and then he was saying like Ryan didn't want that, and I was like, so then why are they still together? Um. If, like, there's fundamental differences of, like, having kids, like, that's something that's, like, obviously a big hurdle to get by if you don't want that and someone does. So I just think in general, like, I like them both, like, individually, but, like, I didn't know how well they really meshed together um, when I first, when, like, initial reaction of them. Mm -hmm. Like, I yeah. thought if anyone was going to break up, like, it was going to be them, too. Yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, other than Lisa and Brian, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I I agree with you. I I think that you know the moment after Lisa and Raya's big fight when Raya kind of cried to Trey about it and said, um, you know, 
oh, I don't think that I'm good enough for you. Um, that was the moment where I think I felt like, okay, he's supporting her. She's, you know, she's very vulnerable in that moment. I can see how they can kind of, you know, maybe they fight, but then they come back together and it seemed like, you know, oh, they both are kind of, you know, they're the type I feel like to, to fight maybe often, but then they both apologize and they just kind of like move forward. Um, so yeah, that was, after that moment, I was like, oh, okay, I, I can see that and I can see them together and, um, you know, but I, I agree. They were definitely one of the more kind of volatile ones in the beginning where you're like, eh, <laughs> a little <laughs> questionable. Um, moving on to our last couple now, Roxanne and Antonio. What, what were your thoughts on that? So initially, Roxanne kind of bothered me a little bit because I was just like, okay, like it seemed like she was like just being nitpicky about things he was doing or not doing. And like there were some things that I was like, that doesn't seem like it should be like the end all be all in the relationship. Uh, But like it was something that was like really important to her. So I thought they were a really strong couple though. Like I could tell like they had a lot of love for each other. Um, so I had hope for them in general, but I didn't know how he was going to feel about like all this stuff with like just feeling that pressure from her. Mm -hmm. But what about you? I think the biggest red flag for me about them was just Roxanne saying she doesn't believe in marriage. Oh, that's true too. (laughs) And then it's like, well, now I'm even more confused because that, if that's just like a principle of yours, I don't know that this is gonna change going on this show and so i was like and even if you know they end up getting engaged or staying together it's like is this actually gonna go anywhere if you don't believe in it and and he wants to be married like that just feels like a very like you know a very big deal a very big difference in in you that uh you know it feels like it's not going to work out in the long term if you know either you're going to resent him for making you get married and going through all the stuff you don't believe in or he's going to yeah. resent the fact that you know he feels like he's wasting his time and uh you know it, it's not going to go anywhere so i don't know that was just my thought in the beginning uh you know before we saw this all play out but <laughs> um now let's go into the trial marriage couple. So obviously there's only four rather than five because Lisa and Brian left. Um, something that was interesting about these couples kind of before we get into talking about each of them was that unlike the other seasons, the there were, and I don't really know how to describe this, but each, like half of the couples just kind of switch with each other. And yeah. so like, you know, uh, Raya and Trey just switched partners with Ryan and James, and then Kat and Antonio just switched partners with Roxanne, or sorry, Kat and Alex just switched partners with Roxanne and Antonio. So there weren't kind of like switches between all four of them. It was just kind of two and two switching. So I don't know if I explained that well in a way that made sense. No, but that makes different. sense. I think, yeah, like with the way you said it, just like it was couples swapping instead of like in between, like intermix, intermixing. Yeah. So I think we can almost talk about these maybe in like two groups. 
Yeah. Um, so let's first talk about Ryan and Trey, and then Raya and James. <laughs> um, do you think either of those had any couples in their trial marriages that seemed compatible in any way whatsoever? <laughs> well, yeah, only like Trey and Ryan, as I was like kind of mentioning a little bit earlier, like it seemed like they got along well and like having the conversations that they were having like they didn't really seem to have many fights or anything that was happening that was causing them to have like turmoil I guess in their trial marriage um so that was like they had the strongest one but it still didn't feel like I was like this is gonna become something um it just felt more like a friendship there but then we also know that for Ryan James that did not go well um so in general like they like in the beginning like I had a little bit of hope for it and then I was like oh never mind this is not gonna go well yeah but yeah so those are my overall thoughts on that yeah you know Ryan James definitely were not good like when he wouldn't even hold her hand when they were he was like this isn't the time or place for that when they're just like sitting in their apartment like yeah it just felt like I, I don't know if it was because he just didn't like her or whether he didn't want to do anything that would jeopardize potentially his relationship with Ryan and just you know on camera didn't want to even be seen holding her hand because then maybe they could use that to, you know, put romantic music behind it and then make it seem like it's bigger than it is. I don't know. Maybe, you know, who knows if that's what's kind of going through his mind in that moment. But it just felt like he wasn't even willing to do the smallest things to for Raya to make her feel like he cared about her. And that was just, I, I didn't love that. Um, and then Ryan and Trey, yeah, I think, I agree with everything you said that they just felt like friends that I don't even know that they would be friends if this yeah. wasn't there. It felt like very kind of like two random people. Like it's like those two random people that like show up to an event thinking that all their friends are gonna be there and then they're the only two that showed up and then they're trying to make small talk and like they maybe have friends in common, but like don't really like know each other or have anything in common with each other and so they just don't have much to talk about and like seem civil cordial but just kind of awkward around each other I don't know that was the vibe I got oh yeah I agree but then they also were like oh we have so much in common with our backgrounds and how we grew up and I was like what like what did you even have in common that much so they were like only saying that you have a lot in common but like what was it it felt like a stretch yeah, I think this is where like uh, I really wish Lisa and Brian had been there because I think like seeing Trey and Lisa together would have been super interesting like they really actually seemed to hit it off in the beginning and I thought that would you know they potentially would have been really compatible so that was where like I think the fact that they didn't stay ended up kind of hurting the show because there were these types of couples that just had were kind of forced to be together that didn't have any sort of compatibility um and then 
our last pairs, Kat and Antonio, and then Roxanne and Alex. What were your thoughts on those two couples? I feel like, in general, like, those also just weren't a match. Um, With Kat and Antonio, he, like, was just telling her, like, she needs to stand up for herself more, which, like, was nice for him to say that, of, like, showing her, like, not just to, like, stand up and, like, talk about your opinions and like sharing the o's i think was really helpful for her so i like that about their trial marriage but also like in general it didn't seem like they were a match overall um and then for roxanne and alex that one was an interesting one um not good in general because alex was kind of an asshole to her um and went behind her back and telling antonio that she doesn't respect him even though that was, like, a very much, like, spew of, like, just, like, his opinion of it, um, and not what she said at all. It was more just, like, they were talking about the problems just because, like, that's what you have to do in the scenario here, and so, like, he took that as, like, oh, she doesn't respect him at all, but Alex just annoyed me when they were, like, the pairing, like, I was, like, he needs to not be this extra about this stuff, um, but, also, Roxanne, in certain ways, like, it was as extra as well. So I think they just, like, butt heads a lot in that. And they were not, obviously, a good pairing together at all. Yeah. Um, Kat, Kat and Antonio, I actually feel like if it weren't for Antonio and Alex not getting along and that whole thing, I do think that of all of the trial marriage partners, which look, this isn't saying a whole lot, but I think that they were probably had the most potential to be compatible. Like I could have seen them together, you know, maybe like if this had gone on longer and like they had, you know, a better chance to kind of get to know each other without the whole Antonio Alex feud in the background there. Um, yeah, I, I think that they had more potential than the other options. <laughs> um, but Roxanne and Alex. Ooh, Alex really was just kind of gross during their argument that one night. Um, it was just so condescending. And then the next morning, like, she apologized for her part. And then she was like, he was like, oh, thank you. Uh, and then she was like, do you have anything to apo- you want to maybe apologize for? And he was like, no, I don't think so. I was pretty happy with the way I handled it. And I was like, oh my god, like, not only were you a jerk in that moment, but then the next morning you couldn't even have the decency to, like, even if you don't believe it, just to say, like, oh yeah, you know, if I hurt you or, you know, if anything I said went too far, like, you know, I'm so sorry just even just say it to not sound like an asshole (laughs) I I don't know that was just really kind of gross and really made me kind of feel bad for Kat because I just imagine like even when they're not on camera like when they get into arguments like that it's just like kind of feel bad for Kat that you know I'm sure that that's how he is all the time whenever they're arguing and yeah but it seems like they're happy which i guess we can go into that now so the couples yeah so in the end all of the original couples stay together like we meant like you mentioned um 
Lisa and Brian are the only ones who are not engaged. They uh, are still together though with their baby. And then all of the others, Kat and Alex, Ryan and James, Ryan and Trey and Roxanne and Antonio are all engaged. Uh, so were you surprised by that? Uh, what, what were your thoughts on that ending? Um, I was a little bit surprised that like all of them got engaged. Um, I had a feeling they would stay together, but I didn't know if they would go engage that you know like take that step i guess i mean that's the point of the show so like they kind of had not had to but like it's the point but overall like i'm happy for all of them it seems like they're happy so that's good <laughs> yeah i think roxanne and alex are probably the ones or roxanne and antonio were the ones probably that i was most iffy on whether it was gonna happen just because again she doesn't believe in marriage and so i thought like oh, maybe they'll end up just staying together, but not get engaged. Um, but yeah, she ended up uh, accepting the proposal. And they, um, in the reunion, I feel like they seem the most rocky of the four that got engaged um, because she is not wearing her ring. Uh, she does. She said that the reason for it is because she doesn't like the fact that he doesn't have to wear anything, but she does. Um, the excuse before, I think, was that it didn't fit, uh, but then they got it resized, so that excuse didn't work anymore. And then all the other couples were like, well, Antonio could just wear a band too <laughs> uh yeah there's actually an update on that i just listened to nick's podcast oh and I she thought. was wearing her ring there and she kind of just like was like yeah i just don't always like to wear a ring or something like she was like saying something like she now really likes wearing it because then it shows like she's taken and oh, that way. okay well it's a good yeah. update yeah and they have right. a wedding date it's october of next year oh okay Cool. And then Alex and Kat are supposed to get married in May 2024 this year. So, oh, nice. Yeah. Did um anything interesting from Alex and Kat during that interview? Um, they kind of were like not totally owning. Like Alex wasn't totally owning all the stuff that he did. Was necessarily like, like apologizing for it in a way. Like he kind of just like mentioning it and like didn't really seem to have that much more remorse for it overall but it seemed like he learned from it overall in the general sense but maybe not like as much as we would hope because i feel like nick would really go in on him like i feel like he was not gonna let him just kind of like you know try to justify it or explain it away like um so if he still even if through all of that didn't wasn't remorseful that's yeah. seems to be a red flag but hey yeah as as i don't know happy. i mean like i know i guess it seems that like cat kind of has like rose colored glasses in a way of like thinking yeah. that things are all fine when they're maybe not yeah um so which uh if any of these couples do you think will make it in the long run um or are there any that you would predict are going to potentially break up soon i think they all are gonna make it i don't know like i mean they all got engaged so that's already a big step obviously an engagement can be broken off really easily <laughs> if you want to but i mean as we saw lindsay and carl yeah 
but sure, <laughs> they almost had their wedding. Um, but I don't know. I don't think I don't want to wish for anyone's downfall. So right, I, I right, think I think they'll all make it. We'll see. But what do you think? Yeah, I think I. I don't know. I'm still stuck, kind of on on Roxanne and Alex. I just Roxanne and sorry Roxanne and Antonio <laughs> I keep doing that um I I just think if any of them are gonna break up first I I think it would maybe be them just because I feel like there are very big differences that they have just in their personalities and in their views on you know marriage and life it just feels like they have big differences that they might just kind of be pushing to the side to kind of you know not face it but then eventually the resentment might grow and and then they break up i i don't know but i i hope that you know again that they all make it and um i i think with a show like this you know because it was filmed a year ago and the fact that they're all still together is a pretty big deal. Like, you know, if you look at the Bachelor franchise, a lot of these couples that, you know, break up pretty quickly, like that show only airs a month or two really after it films. And so when those couples break up, you know, they they really didn't last very long. But here, they've all made it over a year already. So that's, you know, that I feel like the period where if they were gonna break up, most likely they would have already done it so yeah, for sure that's what makes me think that they'll still last like it's yeah like, you know, they've already made it this far mm-hmm. no i think it's a lot more likely but i mean uh you know we saw in the queer love season that uh lexi and ray were seemed very happy at their reunion and then by the time you know it aired they announced that after the reunion they split so <laughs> that was you know the reunion was filmed i think like you know probably what almost a year after this that, that season had filmed and so it could always still happen but yeah, yeah i think it's less likely now that that they're all still together so hoping the best for all of them um anything any final thoughts on the season or you know looking forward to the next season anything that maybe you want to see different for the show um or any last thoughts that we didn't cover um i know we covered it in the last time of saying that i really want like the trial marriage couple mm-hmm. to stay together and not the all the original couples to get back together um or at least like if they don't they break up but i really want there to be some some sort of success in a trial marriage which i don't know how likely that is but that also means that there's going to be a more messy drama if that comes about because this season was not messy um, because there wasn't any couples to like be mad about or like not mad, but like be like, trying. Yeah. There's no jealousy over anyone pretty much except in the very beginning with Lisa and Mario when that wasn't really a thing. Um, so in general, I think that like this obviously like turned out in like a positive way which is good that they're all engaged but i kind of want it to not be as positive next season yeah no i agree and i know i said this before too but i still think that if 
you know, look, if they're looking for mess, which is what I'm looking for, <laughs> I know the couples aren't looking for this, but this is what I as a viewer am looking for. I think they need to end on the trial marriage couples. Yeah. I think that that way, and I think also, I will say this, and this is also something I thought about when I was watching Temptation Island recently, because they're similar concepts in a way where these couples come in who are kind of on this, you know, shaky ground when they come in and then they date other people and then decide whether they want to, you know, stay with them or leave with their original couple. And I think what makes Temptation Island, because I was thinking about it, because this last season of Temptation Island was so messy. Like everyone was cheating on their partners. Everyone, nobody, I don't think any of the original couples ended up together. Um, except maybe one i can't remember but anyways it was so much more messy and i was thinking to myself as i was watching this like what is the biggest difference there that's causing one to be very messy and one to be kind of tame and i think the big difference is that here even during the trial marriage couples uh section of the show they're still in communication a little bit with their original partners. And so they're still able to kind of, if they get paranoid about what's happening or if they, you know, start to have feelings for the new couple, like they're able to still kind of communicate that to their original partner who can kind of, you know, whether it's reassure them or whatever. Like, and I think that if they were completely like cut off from their original partners when they're doing the trial marriage and then they do that for a few weeks and then they come back and have to, you know, face them for the first time then, or, you know, make those decisions about, you know, who they want to stay with at that point. I think that the paranoia of like, what's going on, you know, that would drive them crazy and really cause, I think, a lot more drama um, than, than what we get. So I don't know. I don't know exactly the best way to do it because you also do want some successful couples to come out of it. People yeah. love a love story, a romantic, you know. <laughs> they love their successful Happy ending. Like Cameron from Love is Blind and, you know, all that stuff. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I think that just kind of lessening the communication there and yeah. I, I think is maybe a way to kind of grow the messiness a little bit. Yeah, no, I think that would definitely add another layer to it, which would make it more interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, we will see. Um, I don't know if another season's been confirmed of the ultimatum, but I, I have a feeling there will be one. Uh, so we will certainly cover that as we hear more news about any future seasons. And we will be back next week to uh, cover another show. So... Thank you guys, guys so much for listening and uh, we will chat with you all next week. Bye everyone. Bye.